hello 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 and welcome 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 to the chatty patty podcast as usual it's your girl your host amani kabir and in 24 7 chat we are talking about 2018 vma awards hold on to your weaves hold on to your edges because we are talking about everything the nominees the awards the shade the subliminal shots that was fired what happened the aftermath the outfits the pink carpet all of it we're talking about all of it so stay tuned you don't want to miss it so if you are listening to this podcast via anchor fm which i highly recommend you just heard a snippet of jennifer lopez's jenny from the block single I specifically chose this song because at this year's 2018 VMAs, Jennifer Lopez was the recipient of the MTV Michael Jackson Video Vanguard Award. This award is given to one icon um, each year to highlight their accomplishments in music and film. Last year, Pink was the recipient. The year before that was Rihanna, then Kanye West, Beyonce, Justin Timberlake. So this is a really, really prestigious award. So in a second, we are going to talk about J-Lo's performance because each year the artist does like a performance. So we're going to talk about her performance, her speech, and then we'll get into the rest of all the things that happened, the VMAs, all the shady, shady things that happened. Stay tuned. You don't want to miss so all the mtv vanguard video vanguard award recipients they do this long little performance um a catalog of their work and it's normally normally really really dope it's like the highlight of the award show so as j-lo being the recipient you know, J-Lo got music for days, okay? I mean, days and days and days. But she did not disappoint. She sung songs from her most recent work all the way, all the way down back to the early 2090s. So she started off with like her new song, Dinero. And I'm really not familiar with J-Lo's new work, to be honest, because they're so poppy and techy and get on the floor, boop, 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 like all that stuff. So as she began to start, I was just like looking at her like, okay, like just not like bore, I'm bored, but I was just like, I don't know this song, but like I have an appreciation for like the dance moves, the, the outfits, the special effects, like it was all on point. And then to mind you, I don't mean to put JLo out there like that, but I'm gonna put you out there, sis. You are you ain't no spring chicken, okay? You a little old. So you was up there handling your business for your age. I mean, you was moving. And for those of you not, that know J-Lo, she is definitely a dancer. She started off as a dancer. And then, and then, and then her music is not some type of, she can't just stand up and sing the song because it's going to look weird. Like she got to be on point. She got to be moving. And she did not stop moving until the very end of the performance. So in the beginning, it was most of her new music, which was very techy and poppy to me. Um, most of them I actually do know, but I can't say like I'm a fan, like a super hard fan of. But when she transitioned and started singing All I Have, now if you don't remember All I Have, it's the song with LL Cool J and the music video when she's walking around the snow and oh my goodness, it's all my love, it's all I have. Wait, wait, wait. If you're listening on Anchor FM, check it out real quick. Check, check it out because I, let me pull it up real quick. So when she started singing All I Have, it 
like for me, it just got better and better and better because we kept going back and back and back. So next thing you know, I'm I'm jamming, I'm into it, all I have, I'm up singing along, and then they hit me with the "Ain't It Funny" and Ja Rule comes on stage. When Ja Rule comes on stage. I literally lost it, like seriously, because that was my song. Like it was, it was bomb. And then she had the um the gold little sweatsuit jacket with the hoodie over top. I said, if this ain't J Lo, if this ain't the J Lo, I know. Her performance was really, really dope, mainly because she has such a long category, like a huge wide range of music. Like, for the fact that she could go from poppy and techie and then down to some R&B, it's just phenomenal. So, it was really, really cool. It was really, really dope. It looked like it was fun. Like, it looked like the dancers was having fun. It looked like she was having fun. It looked like Ja Rule was having fun. DJ Khaled was up there. He looked like he was having fun. So, it just looked like something that was fun, super fun to be a part of. And I was just happy that she got her recognition and she got the award and she could go down in history as a recipient. And her speech was really, really, really humbling. Like, she's not, to me, she's never came off as, like, the I'm better than people or, you know, I'm bougie and I'm successful, so I'm not from this area no more. She's always owned, like, who she was. She always owned where she come from. She's always talked about the hard work that she put into the game to get where she's at. And then she opened up to talk about her family, talk about kids, how that's forever changed her. She gave recognition to damn near everybody. Like, she was up there thanking everybody. Um, Her husband, he was in the cut looking like the number one fan. Her kids was there. Her mom was there. It was really, really cool. And I was just genuinely happy to see J-Lo win up there. I really, really was because J-Lo is, she's an icon and she's like forever, forever engraved in everyone's heart. It's like, if you don't have a favorite J-Lo song, then you just not, you might not be a music person because everyone has a J-Lo song that they just love and know and can sing word for word for word. So the VMAs is mostly known for the fashion and the pink carpet. What you can expect at the VMA and all the other VMAs that came before 2018 is over the top outfits. I mean, just the craziest hairstyles, the craziest wardrobe, the craziest shoes. Like it's the pink carpet for a reason. This year to me was a little disappointing because people, I feel like they didn't get the memo. People were like really casually dressed and nobody really took risk and nobody took chances and it just didn't feel like the pink carpet that I know so the most memorable outfit by far was Amber Rose's she stepped on a pink carpet with this kind of like Holly Berry Catwoman vibe she had like this bodysuit it was latex it was red she had a whip in her hands she had like a mask definitely again Catwoman vibes Holly Berry all throughout and she had the girls out and she was looking so confident in her outfit definitely pink carpet vibes the most memorable everyone was talking about it the next day it was definitely like Pretty much she owned the pink carpet. Nobody else really came close to that outfit. 
The next person that had a really kind of eye-catching outfit was Dej Loaf. She had like the two strands of hair going down the side with like a little bun, ponytail at the top. But she, okay, first of all, Dej Loaf, if you guys don't know, she's so small. She's not really that tall, but she had this like all white fluffy, it looked like a one-piece outfit. And it was like the shoulders was like really really wide so it just made her look really like she looked like missy elliott off of um can't stand the rain like <laughs> that outfit that bubbly outfit but um i wouldn't say i would wear it but like i said it's the vmas it's the pink carpet you gotta go big or go home and she definitely like stepped outside the box and just threw on something that would be memorable So, transitioning to the men of the pink carpet, not a lot of, you know, razzle-dazzle and hoopla. A lot of them were very low-key. And over the last couple of past years, they've always been low-key. The only time I think the VMA's pink carpet was popping for men was, like, back when Busta Rhymes was out and Outkast, like, people that would make these big statements. So, this year, I really didn't have high expectations for the men. Um, I didn't expect any artist to come out maybe over the top. Maybe, if anybody, I thought Safari. But he was pretty low-key at the event. Like, he just had some slacks and then some shirt on. He didn't really, I thought maybe like a fur or something like that. But he didn't do anything. So, the two guys that I think made the most, like, kind of caught my attention was Gucci Man. Because he had on this blazer. And it was kind of like sparkly. And I, I don't want to say glittery. But it was definitely sparkly. But I don't think he was intentionally trying to do that. I just think that's his style. And that's how he dressed. And the way he's always dressed to me has always been kind of like out there. And it's always caught my eye. But this next person was intentionally trying to make a statement. And trying to get people talking. And it was Bobby Lights from Love & Hip Hop Miami. He is Trina's cousin. He is like a rap. Rapper. He identifies as gay. And if you guys don't remember from Love and Hip Hop Miami, he was very over the top. Like, damn near every scene he did in that show, he was the star. He was acting crazy. He was the center of attention. So just to get you some kind of, like, hints about his personality. So he comes to the VMAs in the paint carpet, and he has, like, some slacks on, but he has this blazer. And it's, like, a royal blue color. And then the words on the back said, make America gay again. And obviously, everyone was just talking about this blazer. And even when he did the interviews on the pink carpet, he was saying, like, oh, I don't mean gay as in, like, make America, like, gay as in homosexuals. I mean gay as the terminology happy. Like, they're interchangeable. So let's make America happy again. And he was talking about, like, ending war and ending, like, you know, everything that's going on and just, like, get back to us being happy and supporting each other and all that other stuff uh i think he knew he was doing with that like if you wanted to say make america happy again you could just write a jacket that says make america happy again but you knew that if you said make america gay again it would be very very controversial so that was really the main two looks for the men on a pink carpet again i wasn't really expecting any men to wear anything over the top except for safari maybe but it is what it is we're gonna move on and talk about performances So I'm just going to go ahead and say it. The VMA 2018 performances were nothing short of a disappointment. It was disappointing. It was so disappointing. There were so many great artists there that were just there for show that didn't perform like Cardi, 
Offset and Migos. Like, it was a bunch of people just there that could have performed but didn't perform. And there were only nine performances. Only nine. And they were kind of short. Like, I was really disappointed by them. Um, I expect so much more from the VMAs. I expect all the hoopla and all these great things. And I know other people say, well, the performances was great. But I don't really think so. So just to run down quickly on who performed. So Travis Scott um, had performed his song Stargazing and Stop Trying to Be God in a sicko mode. Um, and then Sean Mendes in My Blood. I don't even know who that was. There was also so many side performances. So people that weren't on the main stage, but they was on these little side stages performing. So that kind of threw me off. Maluma, Felices Los Four. Don't know who that was. I don't even remember that performance. Logic featuring Ryan Tedder one day. And next, Panic at the Disco, High Hopes. I do remember this performance. I do. This performance, first of all, I like I like Panic at the Disco. Um, have you in it? Haven't you people ever heard of? Closing the goddamn door. No. Yeah, that one. Them. Way back in the day. Check it out. So Panic at the Disco performed their song High Hopes. It was High Hopes. Yes, 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 yes. High Hopes. And it was it, it was giving me like original VMA vibes. Like the way the camera was, it kind of made it look like he was floating to the main stage. Um, but after that, that was pretty much all the gimmicks. There was nothing else super like once he got to the stage, he just performed normally. Um, so, I mean, that was a good performance. I would say that was a good performance. Post Malone, 21 Savage, and Aerosmith. Um, Rockstar, they performed Rockstar, Dream One, and then Toys in the Attic. Um, it was cool. It was cool. Especially, I liked, okay, so I liked the song Rockstar. So when Post Malone, 21 Savage was like rapping, doing her thing, and then Aerosmith kind of came in on the song Rockstar, that was dope. I did like that. But once Aerosmith started doing her own thing, I kind of tuned out. But I was I would give that I would say that performance was dope. But again, the special effects was not there. It wasn't really anything like razzle dazzle about it. Like that's the thing. VMAs is all about the razzle dazzle, not just people sitting on stage performing. So and then Nicki Minaj. She performed Majesty, Barbie Dreams, and Ganja Burn and then Fifi. Um, hers was cool too. I'm, this is the thing. I'm really, I'm not a fan of how Nicki Minaj performs because sometimes I just feel like she's yelling at, like yelling at me and like, I understand she's rapping and she's like putting emphasis on the words and the lyrics, but I just feel like she just be yelling at me and that's like what she was doing. Um, apparently her performance was, it wasn't on the center stage. They said it was previously recorded and all of the people that was there kind of like yelling and supporting were just like fans that had got tickets to that specific performance. But nonetheless, um, I feel like if you're a Nicki Minaj fan, then you probably really enjoyed this performance. It wasn't the worst. It did have hoopla. I would say it had a little hoopla. You know, all the dancers, she was working the, the, the stage, going left to right to back and forth. You know, she, she was doing her thing. She normally commands the stage, in my opinion. Like, she's good about moving around, having dancers, having special effects, like all of that stuff going on. I just don't like the way that she just be yelling at me um, <laughs> during a live performance. That's like the only drawback. Um, Ariana Grande, God is a Woman. Um, That one was cool. 
I mean, it was nothing but women up there, and it looked like there were some transgender women, and, um, like, yeah, like a couple, it was pretty much like a couple dozen of the backup dancers kind of slowly slithering around the stage, and they were, like, pretty much over this long table, and it was, like, the last supper, but all female, so that was kind of, like, the gist of it, um, and then, the performance closed with like Ariana's mom, her aunt, and her grandmom taking the stage next to her. So that was that was kinda cute. And then J Lo doing a medley of hits. Um so she just performed her whole catalog, but I already touched on that. No need to touch on it again. So those were legit the performances. I mean it was a short list. It wasn't anything too too crazy. And nothing to be honest, there was nothing memorable um, you know, people just got up, performed and did their thing. So that's my take on the performances. I can confidently say that other years had better performances. So moving right along into the last segment of the episode, which is all the shade that kind of went down during the VMAs before, before, before I get started, let's listen to a quick song. This is Post Malone Rockstar. All right, so 2018 VMA Shade. In this category, I give them a 7. I mean, there were some shady moments, but it was nothing like outright shady. So I'm just going to quickly go down pretty much the list of all the shady things that kind of happened. So first thing first, Tiffany Haddish um, was presenting an award. And you know how they, they say they little spill and they try to make jokes before they like announce the winner for the category. So, um, first of all, Tiffany butchered um Cabello's name, Camila Cabello. I might be butchering her name for all I know, but I'm not presenting the word. So first of all, she butchered this girl's name on stage and then she gave a shout out to her former bandmates. Um so as you guys, if you don't know, Camila was a former member of Fifth Harmony. So Tiffany was like and for those of you watching at home, High Fifth Harmony, like basically saying like, y'all corny. <laughs> and then the next shady moment is that Tiffany Haddish had presented an award to Nicki Minaj. So Nicki Minaj had got on the stage and she um, told, whatchamacallit, she told Tiffany, she said, don't be coming for Fifth Harmony because Normandy is that bitch. So basically Nicki Minaj is like, don't try to sit here and make jokes about Fifth Harmony because they doing anything. And Tiffany didn't say nothing bad. She kind of just, you know, played it off real cool. I did notice though um, that Nicki Minaj came up on the stage with a purse. It was like a white fluffy little purse thing. And then she gave it to Kevin Hart to hold. And I was like, damn, like, like what? Like either one, leave the purse at your seat or hold the purse yourself, I guess. But like she gave Kevin Hart her purse and was like, hold this while I get my award. Like, damn. Um, So moving right along. All right, so apparently this is like a subtle jab. I don't think this is a real jab. But anyway, when Cardi B, she had opened up to VMAs for 2018, and she like referred to herself as the Empress, which we were saying the shots because like Nicki Minaj album is queen. I really don't think it's like that. I feel like people make up their lines anyway and tell them what to say. 
But um, I did want to point out that when Cardi B did get in a war, she was kind of like, I have real friends and real supporters and you can't buy that. And I think she was like kind of taking jabs at Nikki. This is my thoughts, because as you guys know, Nikki can go from like beloved to hated to beloved to hated back and forth, back and forth. And I think Cardi's like, yeah, I got real people in my corner that don't flip flop. But you nobody likes you. <laughs> So, um, a little shade there. But then Nicki Minaj also shaded her too because during Nicki Minaj's performance, she, toward the end, she kind of did this acapella thing and basically was like, I write my raps. Like, I write every single word that I spit. And not a lot of people can say that. And I'm like, we know Cardi can't say that. We know Iggy can't say that. I mean, it's a lot of people out here that's just not writing their rhymes. Um, so, moving right along, apparently Travis Scott shaded Nicki Minaj by reminding the audience that Astro World is currently number one. There has been back and forth about um well Astro World is number one. Like there's no back and forth about that. But Nicki Minaj had criticized Travis new album basically saying like because he had a new baby and like all this stuff. This is why he's getting attention. Like because he got Kylie Jenner and had it not been for that, like he, you know his album wouldn't be number one. I also also heard that there was some seating arrangement shade that was going on. There's two different stories I heard. One was that um, Kylie Jenner and Travis Scott was supposed to be sitting, I think, behind Nicki Minaj or next to Nicki Minaj. And they ended up getting their seats switched over to Cardi B's side. And the other thing I heard was that... Um, Nicki Minaj had left the VMAs early. And when she left, that's when Kylie and... Um, Kylie and Travis Scott went to take her there, take Nicki Minaj to see once she left. Who knows? But all we know is that they were not sitting together. This is my favorite shady thing. My favorite shady thing is that Ashanti tells reporters that she hopes that JLo sings one of the songs that she had wrote for her. I hate Ashanti. And she like put an emphasis on I, like I wrote that song for her. And it's like Ashanti. Girl, this is J-Lo's night. She's getting an award. Let her be great. If you wrote the song, then so be it. But tonight's night. It's not the night. Tonight's not the night. Not this night. If it was another night, okay. But not tonight. Not tonight. Let her sing the song that you wrote. If you want your credit, come on. The song came out years and years ago. It's not that deep. But... Ashanti is the queen of petty to say that on the night in which she's receiving she's the honorary like guest like she's receiving like the most prestigious award of the night like and you're gonna sit here and remind us that you wrote the song that she sang so funny um other shady moments so there was a little bit of buzz after the VMAs in which, um, and there's video too, footage. Oh, always love when there's footage of shady moments. So, um, Nicki Minaj was on one end of the carpet and Kylie Jenner was on the other. And it looks like Kylie's team was like moving her along the carpet. And then Kylie kind of saw that Nicki Minaj was on the other end. And she like quickly turned around to her assistant. And then they like did this double back and they all kind of like avoided Nicki. It was literally like watching roaches like scatter when the lights come on. I don't know what roaches look like when the lights come on. I heard that saying a lot. So I just thought to say it. 
I don't have first-hand experience in knowing what that looks like. But I would imagine it looked like when Kylie saw Nicki Minaj. So that was a little bit of after, after shade that we didn't get to see. But it has surfaced via TMZ. So those were the shady moments of the VMAs. As you guys can tell, there yeah, it was a 7. Um, some good ones, some okay ones. But for the most part, I would say overall the VMAs just was not my favorite this year and I hope they can bring it next year like I just really do because it's so many award shows out there right now and it's really easy to just kind of fall into the another award show category so VMA step your cookies up before they crumble thank you guys for tuning in if you are not following me on Instagram make sure you are following the chatty patty underscore podcast if you ever want to share your thoughts and opinions you are more than welcome you can always shoot me a dm on instagram and i would love 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 to get you on a podcast until next time